All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. One team, one podcast back. Did that say live stream starting soon? It did. It's not a live How stream. How misleading is that? A little bit. A little bit. We're, we're not live. Dishonest media. Huh? Dishonest media. The, the media is dishonest. Mm-hmm. A lot of fake news out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we Elon Musk, are, should we talk about that? We're not in the Fred's podcast house today. Uh-uh. I don't know if anybody can tell. We brought the podcast house to the church. There's a fun house in the back over this here. Is the uh, Fred's podcast church. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, St. Thomas More uh, Festival off of Sherwood Forest. This is uh, y'all's old stomping grounds. Yeah, oh, yeah. That is. Right? We used to stomp all over these grounds. That's yeah. right. Um, they are setting up right now for the festival. The festival starts on Friday uh, through Sunday, correct? Yep. Yeah, so, right. um, and I don't know all of the bands that are playing, but we're going to have some guys that come up here and tell us a little bit more information for sure. on the festival. Um, Tulane Billy being one of those guys. Yeah, Tulane Billy's out here setting up. He just yelled at somebody. Yeah. Yelled hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, As he does. Guys, yeah. chill out. <laughs> like, and everybody stopped. Whenever I hear him yell, I'm assume, I just like take my phone in my pocket. I'm ready to hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, lots of stuff going on. William is glued to the Pelicans. Just so happens the Pelicans are uh, playing right now, uh, game six. Um, also, the NFL draft is about to start in about 30 minutes, I believe. Um, and we're at the fair. Yep. And it's yeah. a gorgeous day. It is. It, really it is. is. A, it is a great day. It is. Really this nice is perfect out here. Out here. Yeah. We have free be- free beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to feed us. Um, we're promoting the fair. Uh, we can still watch the Pelicans. Um, and you think this is the last game? Um, no. No. I don't. I'm. I'm just. I'm not going to look ahead. I'm going to enjoy enjoy the yes. podcast and enjoy that, the game. That is the way to be. Yeah. Uh, in, well, just Pelicans playoffs in general. To me, that's the way you have to. Your attitude needs to be: we shouldn't have even been here, yeah. and here we are. Let's enjoy the ride. Right? Exactly, exactly. And, and this is like we've been in elimination. I think you said that before. We've been in elimination games for like three months now, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's true. <laughs> we, we're we're not new to this. No, this is this is another. What day is it? This is another Thursday. Yeah, just a Thursday for the Pelicans. Um, what's the score currently? Thirteen, 13 to eight, eight. Pe- uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, yeah it feels like they're. Flexing their muscles a tad, yeah. Phoenix is, but yeah. th- they think that they're like they're playing in the conference championship right now. Well, they Phoenix is the worst yeah. one seed I've ever seen. Mm, well, they're missing their worst? best player. Yeah, they were. No, they're fucking. They not. won sixty. Yeah, they're not. The you, you, you're forgetting those Raptors teams from like with Kawhi eight, eight years ago. No, when no, 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 the, no. Ra- the Bosch, the number one Raptors like, seed that got swept by LeBron. Yeah, well, who, uh. who is even on that team? Like Pat Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That DeRozan. Was, those, teams those are bad. 
It was like Lowry was the best player. On the no, team. and I know, I know their record is like their sixty-four wins. I get all that, but no, like they're fucking good though. Maybe it's just because Devin Booker's out. I don't know. Like yeah. they play soft to me. Yeah. Like they're not, they're not like a powerhouse one seed in my opinion. I don't know. Uh, the, Maybe if they get to the next round, the I basketball IQ on that else. team is really, really. Or, or, am, or am I? Am I downplaying the Pelicans? Are the Pelicans better than I think they are? Maybe the Pelicans. The Pelicans are better than you think. Phoenix might not be the best one seed. The Pelicans are the best eight seed probably of all time. Okay. Ooh, of all time, he says. We're all gonna have time. to do some research on that. I mean, eight seeds have made it past a one seed, but like. This sounds like a very good Twitter question. Is yeah. the, are the Pelicans <laughs> the best eight seed of all time? That sounds like something we would definitely ask. Oh, for yeah. sure. That's a that's a question we would all absolutely. Always pose. Brandon Ingram um, just hit a free throw. Is this the best eight seed of all time? <laughs> 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 um, all right, we have the Saints. Uh, two draft picks as of now um, in the first round, and everybody's. I, I think we were setting up, and everybody was asking uh, who the Saints drafting, and all y'all were like, "Who knows?" Dude, yeah, dude, like. I've gone too many years trying to predict what the fuck the Saints are going to do in any pick in the entire draft. Like, it's unpredictable. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry about it. Just sit back. They're not going to pick something you like. I'm going to be pissed off after tonight with the Saints. You're going to learn a and new name, maybe. Uh, well, there's a name. Here's a name that some I heard today, and I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Um, Northern, uh, North, Northern Iowa tackle. And I was like, oh, great. We're going to. And one of these two first round picks, we're going to pick a, a tackle from North Northern Iowa. That'd be so did. exciting! Actually, no, no, no. if we picked a tackle, actually wouldn't be. I, I know. We're, I agree. We need a tackle. We're losing Armstead, right? Yeah, losing Armstead. Yeah, so we, yeah. Eh. I mean, and Ru, could use Ru, our former first round pick, Ruiz, has been a dud. Yeah, yeah. Probably the biggest bust of you know the past two decades. Ramcheck, Ramcheck's still solid. Um, but he'll he'll either slide over to left tackle or, or stay at right. Uh, the what's the Pete? name from A and M? Oh yeah, the center. Is he center or guard now? I don't remember who who's he's, taking he's, center. Him and Ruiz were both like flex guys, right? Um, but I because that was weird when now. they when they drafted him because it was like wait or oh, Ruiz when they I drafted say. Ruiz yeah. we had just drafted a center the year yeah, before. Yeah, that was, was strange. That was bizarre. Um, but all right, so I in my opinion they have to have a wide receiver in the first round. There's too many good wide receivers. I would. You just like I've said that the last three years. I'm like, there's no way we're not drafting a receiver. And last year we didn't draft a single receiver all seven rounds. And it's like you go into the roster with only like five wide receivers, and Mm -hmm. they aren't like none of them are good. Right. Um, Okay. Well, we should have Michael Thomas back. Should have him back, Mm -hmm. but you still need a second. Like we have no second. Like we have Traquan Smith. But I'm just. It's not as glaring of a. Who is our second receiver right now? Deontay Harris. He changed his last name, by the way. That's going to confuse what? the fuck out of me all year. To what? I don't even know. Is this like a I heard somebody mama? said, oh, Deontay like somebody. And I was like, who's situation that? Or what? No, he just changed. I think it was like a mother, a stepmother. He changed his name oh, to cool. him. That kind of thing. But um, when I heard the name, I was like, who is that? Did we get a free agent? Like, yeah. confused me. But if that's who they're talking about, Deontay so his, Harris, seriously? What's his name, what's his name now? I don't know. Deontay somebody. I'm looking, I'm looking at it. Um, We're researching. We're researching. But um, yeah, Traquan Smith is still there. Yeah, and so Troutman. Troutman's a tight end, though. Troutman's yeah, but um, he's, he's a receiving threat. Uh, yeah, threat. We'll use the, the word threat loosely. He's got good hands, I think. Um, but I don't think I don't think we're gonna take a tight end in the first. Hopefully not the first. No, 
five, six rounds. No, I don't see that either. But the the wide receivers that I know that will probably be on the board would be Chris Olave yeah. from um, Ohio State, Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Man, he's a stud. I don't think he gets out of the top ten. Oh, I think he does. You think so? I think he'll be probably like teens and all that. To I me, he's the best receiver in this draft. Jamison, I think. Jamison, here's the thing about Jamison Williams with Alabama is that he got hurt in that national championship game. He will not be healthy at the beginning of the year. So, like, if you want a guy that's going to be able to come in and play, he's not there yet. So, somebody's going to have to be able to. We don't need that, though. I don't you know, know. Because we're, we're, gonna, we're, we're good enough to where by the end of the year if he comes back, you know, we're going to need a guy who's a fresh receiver more towards week 10 versus week one. Right. You know, we don't we – I'm not saying we don't – we shouldn't not draft even, healthy players. It's, it's I'm not just about, saying. I don't think our first-round picks are going to be based on win now. No, no. I think they'll be based on future, yeah. right? I don't know. Especially I think if you're drafting the first round, if you're drafting first-round picks, to me, first-round picks need to be Starters. able to start. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I, I, mean, I would say outside of the top eight. I just think um, – I if we're, if we're talking about what we should do, that's a different question. But what I think um, – Unless, unless it's quarterback. The way that the Saints think is uh, they think, you know, long-term. They don't generally think short-term when they're making their first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, some people are saying Kenny Pickett possibly as one of those uh, draft picks. And I don't see them taking the quarterback in the first, draft, the first haven't round. Haven't drafted a first-round quarterback since 1971. Ah, you, you pulled that one out of your ass today, yeah. too. What was his name? So, Archie Manning. Archie Manning. That's pretty unbelievable yeah. to think about it. Um, the other thought that I had about quarterback was um, Sam Howell with North Carolina later in the draft. Oh yeah, second, third round. If you can, if you can grab a guy like that, he he was projected to be a first round pick before last football junior season. year. Yeah. yeah, if he would have came out, he's he, the dark horse Heisman candidate every single year. Yeah, yeah. he's like Bo Nix. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard some Bo Nix Heisman his, talk his again. Fresh, his freshman year, I. Uh, I remember thinking like he was like a Baker Mayfield like clone almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then he just never took that next step. He never got any better. Like no. Never progressed. Um, but yeah, he. I mean, I remember the, watching that Week Zero, Week One game this past college football season. Oh, against Virginia Tech. And yeah, he just he, just he did not. Do shit. He could not manage a game. Yeah. He couldn't make good throws. Did like, they get shut out that game? They might have. I think it was. I mean, it was no. like seventeen nothing. I think. I think the under hit for sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, there was an under that I won so much money on. It was Wake Forest. No, no, it was an over. Wake Forest. I, I nailed Wake Forest overs all year long. Wake Forest and North Carolina. Sam Hartman? Yeah, Sam Hartman against uh, Sam Howell. That was fantastic. Yeah. Sam Hartman, is he still at school? I'm sure he is. I love that guy. Yeah, he's a scrappy little Big fella. moxie guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big time moxie. Yeah. Chased um, off Jamie Newman, man. Yeah, so w- Jamie Newman is where is he? Is he USFL? Great question. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Poor guy. Remember he transferred to Georgia and then he yeah. just disappeared. He Speaking w- of, he, he the, got injured, uh, didn't he? In the off season? I don't remember. I can't remember now. I don't, can't remember either. Talk about a guy. He was like Heisman thought of and yeah. all that. Uh huh. Was that last year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were you saying, Will? Oh, uh, speaking of Georgia. Thing. No, speaking of USFL, bra- uh, Breakers are playing the Stallions tonight. Prime time, baby. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Um, oh, no, not tonight. Saturday. My bad. Saturday. Okay. But breakers minus four. <laughs> Max unit play. <laughs> um. Well, speaking of Georgia, 
Um, I posted this today. Traylon, is it Traylon? Traylon, no, Traven, Traven Walker. See, I can't even, I don't even know the guy's name. He played at Georgia, defensive end, and then all of a sudden he goes to the combine, blows it up at the combine, and uh, now he's going to be possibly the number one pick in the draft. And I I didn't even know he existed until probably about a month ago. And he wasn't one of the big studs on Georgia. He, I think he had like nine sacks in his entire career. Uh, he's a senior. One of these guys that just like a combine guy. And then now everybody's like, oh, my God. Combine freak, guy. Freak, <laughs> uh, freak athlete that we can turn into a an all-star or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you got to realize these draft picks, they're stud athletes, but they're also projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like they're league all league ready, you know. You Those look, guys do hit a lot of the time. Well, I can't ever. I can't DK, remember. I, mean, I DK was crazy. Yeah, but I can't remember. And then he he showed up too. Yeah, but I can't remember a guy drafted top five that did less in college than this guy. I can't mm-hmm. think of anybody like that. Um, that you just yeah. didn't do anything, and now he's going to get picked top five in the draft. It's right. unbelievable. Um, Derek Stingley, you think he's going to go? I think. Why I think is he being mocked to? Uh, I, I've even heard I've, I've even heard three to um, Texans hmm. to yeah, the man. Texans. I I don't know what their needs are and all that stuff. <laughs> what are their needs? Everything. Yeah, yeah the they Texans. Offense and defense. They need guys <laughs> that can play both ways. <laughs> yeah. <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have some thoughts on Derek Stingley. Let's hear him. Okay, you want me to say it? I think you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I just know it's going to be negative. It's very negative. <laughs> Nobody's ever said I have some thoughts on something, and it's positive. I mean, the guy's so talented. Okay. And We're off to a good yeah. start. <laughs> he is. Audio picking up. Yeah, he's extremely, extremely talented. Um, hold on. We're going to check something real quick on the audio. We're going to scroll down. Look at there. Oh, right Holy. there. I didn't see the bar. Um, I was like, oh. So, uh I think he's extremely talented, generational-type talent at cornerback. I think um, the last two years he became a little bit of a prima donna. I didn't. I wasn't going to say what you thought I was going to say. I was about to say it. What? You, yeah, I was, uh, There's two words I can use. Yeah, I, I know both of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're, at, we're at a church fair. We'll save uh, it for the Friends podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. We're not going to say it yet, but um, – there's children about. Yeah. I don't know what happened to this guy. Like, to me, he just became complete ego. He just stopped caring. Yeah. Completely stopped caring. And I, if he's not on a winner, is he going to check out? Like, that's what I would be concerned about if I was an NFL team. Yeah. Um, I think the guy's great. And I watched him his entire high school career here. But, like, give me a break, man. I, I mean, can see him having How many uh, games did he play at LSU? I mean, Jesus. Played all 15 in the championship year. He played, I think, half in 2020 and then three in uh, 2021. So that would be, you know, 22. Math, math majors, that's 23. 23 in three years? 23 in three years, yeah. Yep. Uh, just thought you would have way more out of this guy coming here. You I mean, knew I he was going to be three and out. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily, like, his character. Um, mm. I mean, well – not necessarily his character, but I think it's his character. I, I all I'm saying is it's something that they should it should have been. An, I'm sure it was a question that was asked to him mm-hmm. by every NFL team that interviewed him. I'm sure right. was like, "Where your Where's your head at, bro?" Yeah. 
because um, you're better than everybody else in the field. Like, it's also you put your mind a 20 year old kid. For sure, you know, absolutely. It's like Zion. Yeah, you you can't you you got to no for sure. I'm not. It's a. Know, I'm not saying he's like a piece of shit or anything. Like <laughs> that. I'm just saying he. You clear, said it before we got he on. Very the stage. clearly, mentally checked out in after the championship, and for two years he mentally. I mean, aren't out. we saying the same stuff about Ben Simmons and Zion? Like, you just don't know where their heads at. Like, they're no. so young, and like the the world is at their fingertips and all that kind of stuff, and like. Something happens like mentally. I, mean, I think it's. I think Ben Simmons has like an anxiety problem, like a significant anxiety problem. I think. It, I think. Uh, Which you know, helped it's by him being like the most hated guy in the NBA. It's uh-huh. part, partially that. I think it, a lot of it has to do, and not just with Simmons, but a lot of it has to do with complacency. These young guys get famous, get millions of dollars, and it's like, why? Why am I grinding? Right. You know. Right. Yeah. I made it. Once they get their check. Well, I mean, it's not even that. It's just like I'm. That's natural, though, right? Like you, he, for some people, yeah. For Kobe, he never had enough. Right. You know, he, nev- he, had, he never had enough. He didn't. Right. He wasn't chasing money. He's chasing wins. Well, that's because he's got that um, that, dog that dog. I mean, he's got high the highest DGI of all time, right? Yep. Yep. Um, Should we call it the Kobe show? No. <coughs> Think the, the Kobe what? It's too late to be thinking these things. Yeah. You know? It's not dog mentality. Um. But yeah, I think so. Um, you, I think it's hard to judge a lot of these kids coming into the draft, like where their heads at. And, you know, and sometimes a new situation is all it takes for them to get locked back in. Yeah, a fresh start. Um, yeah, but that's what the draft is for—is for judging kids. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm saying you can't you can't judge it all. You can't judge it all on you know mentally in college and one. It's one aspect of a young kid's I, whole future. You know, I, I mean? look. I even say that for guys like. Baker Mayfield, like a guy who was, you know, number one pick in the draft, Heisman Trophy candidate, um, or winner, should say, but like is in a terrible position in the NFL, like um, at the at the Browns. And I think he just needs a fresh start somewhere. And he's young still. I mean, I mean he's probably what twenty five, something like that, mm-hmm. right? Like I think he could still do well at a. Um, Sure. At another place, if he gets the right opportunity. Yeah, I. I saw something on uh, Zion today, by the way. Um, what was that? Uh, somebody just floating a trade. Uh, possibility. We're not, we're, we're not trading Zion. All right. So I know it was to the Zion. Next. Nope. To the Blazers for Dame. Yes. Yeah. No. Not happening. Oh. Why would? I mean, Jack trade a twenty-one. Jack has. Uh, you have opinions. to consider it. I mean, yeah, dude. Could you imagine Dame and CJ on the same team? <laughs> <laughs> they they would okay. win so many titles. But Dame and CJ with the eye, mm. with a third superstar. Yeah, I, mean, I think we got perimeter though. Like we need inside. No, no doubt, no doubt. But we, you mm. know, you got Valanciunas inside. Um, I mean, Dame Dame and CJ never had in Portland what they would have in New Orleans. Just talent wise. Yeah, I I agree, but. They were they were never really close in Portland. They made the Western Conference Finals one time, got swept. That's pretty damn close. I mean, got swept, but yeah. yeah. So I throw Bi in there, and Dame's thirty something. Zion's is he thirty something? Yeah, yeah. So that would be the the drawback is you probably got it like three three years or so. Yeah, maybe maybe five with Dame. Yeah, with his with his scoring, but then you have a guy like. My only question with Zion, though, is is he going to stick around? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. 
Or you're just saying yes, that's the question. We have him for at least <laughs> no, I'm saying five he, more years, I think. Really? At least. Because he's going to sign his, his first contract. I think he's – I mean, he's, he's, he's you sure? Gonna, he's going to want to sign the Supermax deal. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You like, can't pass up the money. Yeah, but if somebody else is offering the money. No one else can offer mm, yeah. what we can offer him. The Supermax is – yeah, the Supermax is only eligible to – For the same – the team that team. is yeah, there. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh, so he'd have to take a pay cut to leave here. Yeah. And I mean, if we if we're and, if you know, we're winning, he'll he'll be here. It would be a pay cut in salary, but you know, you go to wherever some big market, and you can get more money and sponsorships and all that. So okay. I get, I get why you would leave mon- monetarily, but um, I don't know. Well, I, I I think he signs a supermax deal because most guys do. Well, let's That's change what he did. change the subject a little bit. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about. Um, LSU football spring game, oh, and yeah. y'all were at the Zurich, so yeah. we'll so talk about that too. Didn't get to watch it, but I did go back and watch the the highlights of it today. What, okay. what did you th- you watched the whole thing, so you. Get I thought it was first. good. I thought it was uh, all right. So the first half, um, our offensive line looked like poo. Mm-hmm. Whenever the um, defense wanted to get through the line, they did. They did yeah. uh, if they ever wanted to get pressure on the quarterback, they did. Mm-hmm. Jalen Daniels, Jaden Daniels. Yeah. I'm gonna always confuse that. Jaden Daniels um, can scramble for sure, yeah, and I think fast. whenever he stepped up in the pocket, he's super fast. Yeah. Um, but I don't see him making any plays as a quarterback other than just running the ball mm-hmm. like that. I thought he had some pretty. If our offensive line is throws. shitty, like like it could be, um, he's going to be need to be used. Yeah. Well, unless a package guy. Unless what I'm thinking. Uh, wrinkles. That wrinkles. Nussmeyer looked like the best quarterback. <laughs> okay. Didn't you think? I I thought he looked good. I thought he looked so comfortable. <clears throat> and you know, if you have an iffy offensive line, a guy who can scramble like he can is huge. Mm-hmm. I and, here's my know, just can keep his here's eyes my on the field, thoughts. stay poised. There's been a lot of I like, I like Nussmeyer. There's been a lot of Nussmeyer buzz after the spring game, mm-hmm. and I think part of it is. Um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to be because I was Mr. Negative with Miles Brennan a couple of years ago. Like I, after Go we, ahead, 2020, do your thing. Mississippi State do the Mississippi first State half. Thing. Oh my God, Mississippi I can't State get it out of my head. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. Okay. So um, it's, it's cool. out of my head. Now I'm like positive on Miles Brennan. I feel like he is, um, got more of a dog mentality. No, I won't say that. Okay. I think he's got more of a steady. Uh, a steadiness that you'd probably have out of like a veteran quarterback. He's matured. Matured. I don't think he's going to make a lot of mistakes. And I could see a guy like Garrett Nussmeyer making mistakes uh, because he's younger. Um, I think think he's got a a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nussmeyer does. And he has the potential to have really good days like he had. But I still think that Kelly's going to go look at a guy like Brennan because he's steady hand and a guy that can take the wheel as a fifth-year guy. Cool hand, Luke. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear you. And, and, and at the same time, all right, let me say this, too, about Miles Brennan in this game. He still looked good. Um, I think he still looked good. He looked exactly the same to me as so he before. That and is I, part know, of my point, And though. I know he looked good in 2020, and he had That's great part of people, my point. I think people I have Miles Brennan fatigue now. No, it's not even that. It's just that, like – I didn't see any progression from him from the last time we saw him. Right. And, like, where's the progression? He's a 60-year guy. Mm-hmm. Where's the progression? I don't know. I just don't see it. 
But I, I think there's something to to that with the LSU fan base as far as like, okay, we've seen Miles Brennan play. And, and he's so good. He's so good. And this is a great situation that we're in because I think Nuss and him are both really, really good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think the – you know, you got Jaden Daniels, who is a proven guy. Yeah, and I think they uh, have and to. Walker Howard, who's a fucking five star. So yeah, and, and Kelly. Quarterback room's in a great spot. And Kelly has to manage that room the right way, so mm-hmm. one of them doesn't transfer. So yeah. you have to do that too. Yeah. Um. So it could be something where you're trying to keep one either. I don't think Jaden Daniels is going anywhere, but um, you got to keep either Brennan or Nussmeyer there. Mm-hmm. So that if they transfer, you're you're not screwed in the depth chart. You know. You know who uh, Nussmeyer reminded me up a little bit. Um, Peyton Manning. <laughs> Archie uh, Manning. No, I was gonna say Johnny Manziel. Eli. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, he reminded me of Ian Book at his in his Notre Dame days. That's um, who 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 reminded you of that? Nussmeyer. Okay. Except if Ian Book had a stronger arm. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Just like the size is very similar. The way that they scramble is pretty similar. Like I think Nussmeyer has like just like an edge to him. Like he's not afraid to take a hit. That's exactly how Ian Book was. Um. And you know, obviously, that's a Brian Kelly guy. Yeah. Um, Just I don't know. Go, going off on a quick little tangent here. Go mm-hmm. for it. Um, Steven and I. Steven's my brother, younger brother. We went to the Oops. really good Saints, at basketball. Yeah. Saints Dolphins Monday Night Football game this past year. Ian's Ian Book's first career start. Okay. Terrible. Yeah. It was um. It was. I think I. That was that game that we were missing like our entire team though. Yeah. It wasn't. We had, We all had COVID and stuff, but yeah, yeah dude, that was. We were missing like the whole. I still have line. a bad taste in my mouth from Ian Book, and anytime I hear it, I just think of like four hours wasted, money wasted in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> so, and but like, he, he was fantastic in college. Yeah, I, I no, really liked him in college. He's very good. What do you think about the comparison of uh, Nussmeier to like a Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I that, that's who I thought he looked like in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought they looked he looked very similar to Baker Mayfield in high school. Another guy I think of is uh, Matt Corral. Okay. Uh, um, he's not, not. He's not the same. Not quickness. the runner. He's yeah. Not the same quickness, but he's a good runner. Um, I, I like the Baker Mayfield comparison. He doesn't. He doesn't have the same build. Uh, Baker Mayfield's very. You know, it's not high. just. It's not just the size either. I think it's a little bit of the uh, attitude. Like he's got this confidence. Yeah. 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 Uh, likes to talk. It's another like, reason I think a corral too. Cause yeah. I think he's got that same kind of. I attitude. saw a lot of people trying to compare Nussmeier's attitude to um, Joe Burrow. And I'm like, easy, guys. Let's calm down. Um, I do think there is something to that at the end of the day of, like, who's the locker room respond to? Mm-hmm. Are they going to – because I've heard shit about Miles Brennan, about, like, look, he goes duck hunting and shit like that. And yeah, like, well, you know, all the all the, all the guys in the locker room don't he's really respond to that. He's a guy, and I think um, most of the guys are newer faces, and Nussmeier came in with more of the guys that are on the roster right now. Yeah, like Jack Besh. And yeah, Jack, I mean, him and Jack Malik Besh neighbors. are roommates, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God, they were roommates? And they were roommates. Well, it's even more with Walker Howard coming in. He, so He doesn't know Vine, so he doesn't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Old no, guy. I don't know that. Old guy. Yeah, Vine was like, I didn't do any Vine at all. That was, that was yeah. our thing. We can tell. I yeah. just I just discovered TikTok recently. so. Um, this guy's looking at No, he's looking at the mirror. Never mind. Oh, okay. You thought he was looking right at you? <laughs> yeah, they're setting up currently for the fair. Setting up currently for the fair. I see there's ice machines coming in. Um, they're setting up tents currently. Uh, we're going to have some guys coming in here to talk to us a little bit about the fair, uh, the setup and everything, and um, how you can come on. Really. Um, so what's the score right now, Will? 28 apiece. 
28 apiece. All right. So early second. All right. Um, were y'all thinking about going to this game at all? Before uh, the podcast? If we would have won, if we would, yeah. If we would have won the previous game, I'd, I'd be I'd be courtside. This would have been a closeout, <laughs> so you would have come. Right. I could trip a referee. Would have been fucking five hundred dollars a piece for. Um, for that. All right, we have none other than Mr. Trey Truitt. How are you doing today, buddy? Good, gentlemen. Thank you all for coming. Pull that mic up right up to here. Get your, uh, get those sweet clear. cheeks right there. There we go. I like that. There we go. Yeah. Come so how are you doing today? Uh, tell doing us a little well. bit about the festival. Um, got to, Everything's getting set up right now, right? Yeah, absolutely. So this is Thursday night. We have been setting up, I guess, since last Saturday. And so, yeah, welcome to uh, St. Thomas More Parish Festival here in uh, Baton Rouge. This is our 41st year, I guess, officially. Okay. It's been going on for a long time. Started here on the campus, same grounds. Initially began as a uh, kind of as a crawfish bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First year was just crawfish. Some of the uh, men's club guys, parishioners got together. And then the next – You were 25-ish around that I time? I was a non-existent at that point, <laughs> seemed like. Uh, but we started here, yeah, and then the first few years really was just kind of a crawfish bowl. Like, even had, like, mm. a competition. And then it really started to grow, grow with the uh, carnival rides and all. And then over the years it just evolved to, to what we see today. It's one of the biggest ones here in town. Yep. Uh, three days. We start Friday at about 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We go uh, Friday night till 11, and then we open up again at 10 on Saturday, and then we do 11 o'clock on Sunday. Okay. So we have a combination of music, rides. We're really known for our food. Mm-hmm. Uh, really exciting. Yeah, we got multiple so good, different man. food booths. We do crawfish uh, on Friday night, keeping that tradition alive. Mm-hmm. And then underneath the big tent, we start with our American booth, traditional American, you know, food, hamburgers, hot dogs, corn dogs, like, like we do here in Baton Rouge. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to get, get a fried <laughs> Oreo, Got to get those too. and fried Oreos. So then we have our Italian booth, which definitely is one of the big, uh, big mainstays. Traditional uh, Italian pull boys, spaghetti, uh, some Italian desserts in there. And then what's really been fun, has grown over the years, is our Asian booth. Our Vietnamese community here in the Paris is real strong. So mm-hmm. we, do, we do all three nights with our Vietnamese uh, fair and the Asian booth. And then what probably most people know us for is our Cajun booth. Okay. So, yeah, traditional. We have etouffee on Sunday, uh, all kind of fried catfish, fried shrimp dishes, pull boys uh, throughout the week, just awesome. And then what fair wouldn't be complete with some good old cold beer? Oh, yeah. That's right. You know, and uh, – and all, all of the good things. We do have a wonderful family that still hosts our uh, funnel cakes. Okay. And fried Oreos, as you mentioned oh, yeah. earlier. Yeah. And so, yeah, a lot of what you're going to see are traditional, you know, parish, county fairs we have right here in Baton Rouge on Goodwood. And it's, it's just a wonderful event. We've got live music. Who are some of the bands that are going to be here? <sighs> so, I guess we have Buku Boogie. I think that's who's coming okay, in yeah, on yeah, Friday night. And they're then, at, they're uh, at my prom. Yeah, there we go. Oh, so who'd you sure. take to that? Huh? She's gone now. Somebody, <laughs> huh? She's gone now. She don't matter. I don't need to know her name, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't recall who we have for uh, Saturday night. Sunday is going to be a mix of, like, you know, family fun stuff on stage. We do bingo. We're actually going to do bingo two, two days this year. We're going to do bingo on Saturday during the day and Sunday afternoon. Uh, gotcha. Biggest thing I think what kind of brings us a lot together is the fun. We have some big raffles. Okay. So we do a $10,000 raffle on Sunday afternoon. It's really kind of – culminates the whole festival as we kind of celebrate mm-hmm. all of our successes but we do a, a ten thousand dollar raffle we do a, a cash raffle which is about five grand yeah, uh, in a matter of giveaways we have kind of different breakdowns on that 
and then we have what we call the big ticket, and it's a big patio barbecue set, outdoor okay. furniture. Oh, nice. So a lot of different yeah. options for people to participate and, uh, you know, win some prizes. For the kids, that's where it's all about. St. Thomas More, obviously, we're our church, Catholic church community, but we are also a early learning center, a pre-K school, as well as, a, a you know, we are a K through 8. Mm-hmm. you know big part of our community and so the kids just absolutely love it so the carnival games obviously we have four we have 14 rides we have carnival games for kids of all ages from the pre-k kids all the way up to i mean high school and college kids still, mm-hmm. still yeah. show up and ride you yeah. know the two the extreme but the ones we can fit in the ones we can fit in that's right <laughs> i mean i'm starting to reach that point where it's not gonna happen. <laughs> but over to our left which is really exciting that's our little st thomas for uh, st thomas more our parish kids games you know and it's 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 priced you know for the family so it's a dollar per try okay. kids win uh tickets and then they get to go to the prize booths and you know so there's a little bit of a kind of a chuck e cheese fanfare mm-hmm. it makes it very affordable the food prices that's where we really work every year is keep our food costs down you know so everybody gets to still enjoy you know you know five dollar sandwiches we're not right, really out right. to try to make so much money not like master's pricing no. but well that'd be nice i mean we should think about that two dollar 250 pimento cheese mm-hmm. yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah. that would actually hit yeah it would i mean i that's still one of my bucket list goes goals is to get over to augusta and just to have that right right yeah. exactly lemonade oh so, yeah. yeah so it's exciting you know we we do it we do our best to keep our prices down beers three dollars i think even our premiums only four okay uh, but food and drinks you know, a couple of dollars. So f- easily family weekend come out. You can do, you know, ride bracelets that we'll still be selling tomorrow mm-hmm. in front of the school. Um, but easy, to, easy, fun time for family to come out. It's going to have some beautiful weather. Yeah. Really excited yeah. about that. And, um, you know, you don't have to come spend the whole weekend. You come spend a couple of hours or y'all can or families can come all three days. It's really kind of yeah. up to them. And that's uh, we're excited. St. Thomas More uh, Parish Fair. We're stmfestival.com. Okay. You can get all the information about bands, times, food menus on there, parking, uh, everything. Everything that parents, freshers, locals need to know about coming out and seeing us. So, which one of these rides back here are you gonna ride? All of them. All of them. I, well, if I could ride the little NASCAR kitty ride. That'd probably be my first one. Okay. And it's not the scariest by any means, but I think I'm. It's I'm a like, good way to start. I'm a little fat for that one, but man, <laughs> to the extreme. Is really the ultimate one. It actually does a. It spins 360, and then it goes 180, and then it ultimately does a, a full oh, damn, 360, like rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that one's the big and bad boy. And then These people throwing up. They don't know what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> so I have to tell you a, a fun a fun memory <laughs> as being a, a more on the festival committee. So I was the chairman of 2019. So that was actually the last year that we hosted the festival prior to the um, pandemic hitting us. Um, the ride owner, um, Mr. Mike, or Mike Jr., as we call him, uh, they'll stay on property. All right. And so we used to have a mass on Sunday, Saturday night. And so we finished mass at about 11 o'clock and we come out and the place is quiet. Lights are down low. And we, we knocked on Mr. Mike's door and said, hey, you know, would you mind cranking this thing up? He's like, sure, why not? There's about 10 of us. Nobody else is around. We got the whole festival to ourselves. <laughs> and he looks at us dead in the face. He goes, y'all want to see how fast this son of a bitch are going? <laughs> <laughs> I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Famous last words. I went, what are you talking <laughs> about? And he's like, for the festival, we really only have it on one or two. I'm like, what do you mean? It goes up to like four. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, crank. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> crank. And so on, on, the normal, on the normal goes, you know, the kids get to ride it. It goes over once. Mm-hmm. This thing went over four times on us. Wow. 
Holy smokes. And that was pretty amazing. I have to say, it was uh, that was worth it. Just just have like a <laughs> private ride and be pushed to the limits of vomit. Yeah. yeah. But that was a really good time. I don't think I slept that night because I had all that <laughs> adrenaline running. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're excited. We got the traditional Ferris wheel. Tilt-a-whirl. Tilt-a-whirls back there. Yeah. That's an exciting one. Everybody, I tell you, we did not get that in 2019. That was the first thing everybody complained about. Mm-hmm. So we now have that back. We have the Scrambler and the and the Remix, which is one of the fa- the big favorites. And for the first time ever, we have this yo-yo ride which looks like the, you know mm-hmm. traditional swings we've yep. never had that ride here on the festival grounds yeah, they used so to have that really one at excited. mercy yeah um, i used to ride that one all the time and so little. we're excited it's it's always a, uh you know it's a unique partnership with our carnival company gold star they're actually out of marrero louisiana mm-hmm. in minneapolis minnesota they have two offices oh, okay they, they yard and storage down here in the south and their corporate and their um I guess repair yards up in the north but we work with them. We kind of give them our laundry list, and then depending on what's available, they bring us. So we are definitely one of the fairs, festivals, and we are not a fair. Let's clarify that. We are a festival. We are one of the few festivals that has the largest amount of rides. Okay. And so when it comes to, like, really getting a return on the family investment, you really just can't beat it. Yeah. No, there's, that looks like there's a lot to do out here. Um, about a weekend's worth, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So my daughter, who missed out on her festival, obviously the last two years, and then when she right. graduated here, she missed that last year. So this afternoon, I picked her up from St. Joe's, and we came over and just, just to see the look on her face. You know, yeah. Excited that she gets. They're to, back. You know, yeah, they're back. But then she was like, "You got that one, Daddy. You got this one here." So we're excited. That's it's a, good. It's a challenge. And and so, what I'm really looking forward to, and I know not everybody gets to see this, is starting tomorrow, at about probably about 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. The little kids start coming out of the school. Okay. Oh, yeah. So when they get a break, the teachers will bring them all out. And they'll start just, we call them the little duck walks. Yeah. And they'll just walk them around all the, and, and it's just the greatest. To see their faces, yeah. see how excited they get. They get to start thinking about, I'm going to ride this. That's great. Mm-hmm. You and I are going to ride that. And, um, and they start scheming. That's what makes it all, yeah. makes it so worth it. Because we're out here, you know, our volunteers, our parents, we're out here every day from, from 8 a.m. to almost about 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. You know, setting up, getting tables and chairs, putting up tents. And uh, it's all worth it once we see their little faces and, and see the families come together. So. That's great. So ride tickets, um, to, uh, you so still have them? So we'll start. We'll continue to sell ride bracelets tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, still have merchandise on sale in front of the school from uh, 7 a.m. to about 8.30. Okay. So ride bracelets, merch, T-shirts, uh, festival bucks can be bought in advance. And that's it. Once, once we shut down at 8.30, you can't buy any more ride bracelets. But families still can come out. And buy actual ride tickets. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right next door, right over there. And uh, but you have that opportunity. And then if they do want to pr- come and enjoy the festivities, we are a cashless program. So apparently okay. you will exchange cash, credit cards uh, for what we call festival bucks. Okay. Festival bucks can be used in exchange in any of our food booths and game booths, uh, beer tent, of course. How much is a festival buck to uh, an actual it's a dollar buck? dollar to dollar. A dollar Same a dollar. as a unicorn to a leopard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew it. He knew what I was going. I was gonna say Here's a question. I don't want to. I don't want to go that route, right? <laughs> <laughs> Experiment, Rhino. Stanley Nichols is a uh, shrewd fuck. <laughs> um, do the eighth graders still come out tomorrow and test the rides? Yes, they do. That yeah. is one of our fun traditions. And I, I didn't. I didn't get to do it. I didn't. Either. That was yeah. in trouble. We must have been in trouble together. Yep. Yep. I can't oh wait, 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 wait! Get in trouble. Wait, hey, well, tell that story. What well, happened? I don't like remember. detention or something? Yeah. I just, so I just remember not being allowed to. All, do it. I no. can't believe William Sherman. So as an eighth trouble. grader, y'all y'all get very few like eighth grade benefits. Right. But that's one of them. That's and the big one. And I think. y'all didn't get it. Uh-huh. So you know, as we get as we got closer to the fair, they kept threatening. <laughs> 
You know, you yeah, best yeah, be on yeah. your best behavior or else you will not test the rides. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I saw that as a challenge. That's an that's empty joke. Threat. Yeah. yeah. You kidding that's me? That's so sad. And, uh, yeah, I think I was in there with um, the janitor. But and, if you uh, think about this, you know, we, we <laughs> test the ride. So if it's going to go wrong, yeah. it's going to go wrong on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it might be such a bad thing. Yeah. Exactly. It was a, it was <laughs> a yeah. risk aversion. Like, <laughs> that's right. Y'all were yeah. trying to miss out. Yeah, I got in trouble on purpose. Yeah, I it's going to be interesting. We've terrifying. had two, we've had two eighth grade classes not get to do it. Really? And so, well, actually, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, 2020's class, 2021 didn't get to do it. So, this group's going to be, they're going to be bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They're going to be going crazy. Geared up. So, we're, yeah, it's going to be fun, 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 fun. Y'all so, going to ride any? I mean, y'all going? Yeah, I'm going yeah, to ride with everyone on your ride. Let's go, bro. <laughs> I'm going to start off with that extreme one. Oh, it's, it's a blast, especially yeah. when the music's rolling. And the Pharaoh one, I will tell you this, my trick on the Pharaoh is don't sit on the end. That's where the G-forces are the worst. Oh. Worst meaning highest? Yeah. That's like what I'm saying. It's going to bust the gut. So if you sit in the middle, you're a little bit better off. <laughs> Have we started the Pelicans game? Pelicans yeah. are on right now. Four. What are we predicting? Um, Man, I'm, my heart says Pelicans win. What you got money on? Uh, money Pelicans line all the time. Win. Say yeah. again? Yeah. Pelicans it's win. It's always it's Pelicans money line until we die. Yeah. Pretty strong. There we go. Um, Now, first pick of the draft just happened. Uh-oh, what do, what do we have? Trayvon Walker. We just talked about him out of Georgia. Guy came out of nowhere. Uh, combine guy just came out of nowhere, and now yeah, he's the first pick of the sucks, draft. Right? Yeah, I didn't say he <laughs> sucks. He said he was a prosp- uh No, a combine combine guy. guy. Yeah, combine guy. Never heard a lick out of this guy. Jordan Davis is the guy we always heard on the defensive line for Georgia, and now all this, all of a sudden, this guy's the number one pick in the entire draft. Mm-hmm. This is crazy to me. Wow. Where um, did he go? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Jag- oh, so. Um, They're going to waste away another another pick. Draft, I know. So uh, yeah, that's a good one. Now, what's the score of this game right now? Thirty-six, thirty-nine. Whoa! Uh, Pelicans are up three. Okay. Second quarter. Aiden Hutchinson. And we're home. Second. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Down in New Orleans. Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions. Okay. Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions. So it could one. be Stingley, Ooh. possibly as a third pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's third? Uh, the Texans. Who need, uh, you, as William said, uh, the Houston's needs are uh, offense and defense. Yeah, yeah everybody. <laughs> no special teams. They're right on special, special teams. teams. Yeah. yeah, they shored that up last year. And where do we have the Saints falling? We have two 16 and guys. 19 as oh, of now. It's pretty was, odd to be that close. But that we traded up, right? Yeah, we traded for one of them. Yeah, there's talks yeah. of trading those two picks for possibly the fourth pick. But I, I posed this in, at work today. What about Debo Samuel? Ooh. Like trading those two picks for Debo we need Samuel. A, he's a running back, right? Well, wide receiver. Oh, sorry, he's, okay. like, he's like a utility guy. Okay. Yeah. He's like oh. a Taysom Hill type. What, what do you think about that, Jack? Two, pick, two firsts for Debo Samuel straight up. No. You say no? Why? Saints would do you can it. Get, you, can get two, you can get two of the best player, young players at two different positions. You know, yeah, you, you, I mean, I would get a good wide receiver and a good whatever else you need. Right. You know? Again, this is another story. If it was <laughs> me making the calls, I'd go get a Lave and get you know whoever the best a tackle. tackle is. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Which I think that's probably what they're going to end up doing. Um, <laughs> no more free safeties or defensive backs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I don't think so. I don't. I think, think the two biggest needs are wide receiver and tackle. Yeah. For I'd sure. Say that's yeah. And some people still saying that we're going to take a quarterback, but that's not going to happen. I also don't think them they're going to no. take a first round pick on a quarterback right now. And if we come out and take a defensive, there's end, no one I'm out there that's really shocked. that mm. worth the pick. They're saying mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, but I don't think he's good enough. Um, well, we appreciate it, Trey. And this has um, been wonderful. Thank y'all for yeah, coming. Man. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. Times. 
Y'all come back. If y'all happen to come back, if y'all not going to Garth Brooks, come see me and I'll <laughs> drink some beers are on me. All right, I'm, man. Appreciate I'm, it. I'm trying to go to Garth Brooks on Saturday. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. Though. Ticket prices. Well, I will say no, this. Be free important. Don't worry about the ticket. Worry about a parking spot. Yep. Yeah. Mm. No kidding. And once you park and you, you're there, you, you plan on staying there. Yeah. Go to Fred's. Yeah. Two go or three Fred's, in the yeah. morning. Walk to Fred's. Yeah. I can walk to my house. I might, I might even <laughs> sign up for Uber come late Saturday <laughs> night. Make no some kidding. big cash. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be a hell of a surge on that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Thank you, gentlemen. We appreciate it, Trey. Right. Have a good night. Absolutely. So, St. Thomas uh, Moore Festival starting Friday, uh, 4 o'clock. Come out and see these guys. Uh, lots going on out here. So, two alums right here at the table. Go yeah. Eagles, baby. Eagles oh, money line. <laughs> <laughs> Notable St. Thomas Moore Eagles. Um, what's his name? Shit. Um, Donnie, uh, Donnie Jones. Jones. Donnie Jones, yeah. Yep. Punter for uh, LSU National Champions in 2003. Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Bowl champion, too. Super Bowl champ. Um, Who uh, else? Let's see. Travis Brock. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, scratch golfer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, He's a scratch golfer now, actually. We really appreciate all of them uh, for hosting us today. Uh, free beer. We're going to get something to eat, I believe, as well. Uh, somebody just dunked on somebody because William made the face. But no, it's um, just Larry Nance being Larry Nance. Oh, okay. Larry Nance with just an absolute hustle play. Okay. Um, As usual. There he goes again. Yep. That's her. Um, but, yeah, so this is going to be, as always, very fun weekend. And um, for the first time in my, that I can remember, the St. Thomas More Fair is being hosted on a weekend with beautiful weather in the No forecast. rain. Yep. So yeah, yeah, because these fields, I remember them being sloppy pits, uh-huh. right? Yep. Um, not this year. Uh, the yeah, the grass <laughs> looks fantastic on this field right now. But you're, y'all were saying, yeah, it's going to get torn up. And I play golf on this field. Yeah. It looks great. Um, it looks better than Copper Mill right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say bet. that. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Zurich, how, tell us about that. Oh, Let's oh, give man. us some. Uh, so we were uh, we were on like the little fairway, 17th fairway for most of the day. We got like really good first row seats. Um, just it's a short part, like 140 yard par three. So we're just watching these guys, you know, go right at the pin all day. Yeah. It, into the wind, you know. It, it was really fun to watch. We didn't see there was a few close ones, and I say close, you know, three feet close for me is if I can get it past the ladies' tees. <laughs> um, so you know, it's crazy to watch those guys up close and see really how good they are. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good time, man. Um, Shout did out to Louisiana Travel Association for hooking us up with those tickets. For sure. Yeah. Um, did you boo anybody? All Jack did. I did. You we did. also saw Willie Green. Well, we were all talking about it because we got I heard to the that whole, story. Yeah, we you saw tell Willie them Green. a second. So we, we all like we got there before anyone any of the golfers had gotten to seventeen. Okay. And we were all talking about it. We we're like, all right, they missed the green. We boo. So waste first, management. First uh, guy comes up south. First guy misses the bo- misses the green. I boo as loud as I possibly can. But you're all by yourself. I'm all by myself. On an island. Yeah. Mm. Everybody looks at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't care. I kept booing. Um, and then, yeah, so we saw Willie Green. He walked right literally three feet away from us. Looked him in his Sam, eyes. Sam, producer Sam, so looked him in his you. eyes and said, I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I told got, him Pell's in six, and he and then disobeyed Willie, me. Willie, Willie Green <laughs> went and got the biggest win in Pelicans history. Yeah. That right after. Night. That yeah. same night. Texans select. Wait, no, 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 the next day. Derek Sorry. Stingley. From yeah. LSU. So, third pick of the draft, Derek Stingley. Um, Boss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. go, I mean, go Tigers. <laughs> uh, on that note, um, all right, sponsors, we got to uh, 
Big shout out to Fred's. Fred's is now the official sponsor for football season for One Team One Podcast. We got we locked um, him in. Locked him in. So uh, Nay and Mark, we appreciate those guys. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more tailgate videos. I've even talked to Zach. Zach's going to be coming back on. He's um, uh, been busy. He says probably July he's going to um, be back and available. So he wants to do some more videos, of course, too. So. Um, and he's saying uh, he's he's in the corporate world. Zach is right now, but uh, he's saying every time he goes to a new business meeting, they're like, "Man, I loved your videos you did last uh, football season." Mm-hmm. And that's his uh, that's his way in. Yeah, <laughs> so he's, he's going to be promoting his video on all his, on our TikToks now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so we're going to get a sponsor from him as well. Um, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate all of our other sponsors. Bocock Brothers Cigars. I'm smoking uh, Maduro right now. Talk to Doug. At, uh, Bocock today. He's going to send us a couple more uh, boxes of cigars. Courtesy Automotive Group, Brandon Lejean over in Lafayette. Fantastic uh, partner of ours. Our original partner, actually. Uh, Bank of England Mortgage, our audio sponsor for all of our podcasts. Uh, Patrick Michelson, we appreciate him. And Ounce of Hope uh, Aquaponics. Um, Ounceofhope.com. Yep. What, is that? what does that mean? Ounce of Hope Aquaponics Cannabis Company, I believe is what they're called. What's Rolls off the What's tongue? the definition of aquaponics? I don't know. Google it. I don't know. I don't even know how to spell it. It gets you high. I think it's like or in your case, it gets you sick. Aquaponics. Yeah. I think it's uh, X? I think it's got something to do with water. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we appreciate all of our sponsors. Um, in, uh, we appreciate St. Thomas More Festival for hosting us. Uh, come check it out Friday through Sunday. Uh, they're doing tons of work out here. So um, come come represent the community. Offshore Wood Forest, they've been here forever. It's going to um, be a good time. Yep. be a lot of fun. And uh, with that, it has been One Team, One Podcast. Logan out. Rockin' the